things are more emotional and bring families closer together than the sport of football, the athleticism, the brute force, the close wins, and the heartbreaking losses. No team has nurtured that family bond better than the Green Bay Packers, and no place resembles that true football spirit better than the frozen tundra. Many people say you don't become a Packer fan. You're born that way. You bleed green and gold. Now, here are your hosts, father and son, Mike and Sean Reagan, with the Bleeding Green and Gold podcast. Welcome to week 17 edition of Bleeding Green and Gold. I'm Mike. I'm Sean. Wow. Just wow. What a fun win. It was number 10 in a row for the Packers over the Bears, 17 to 9. 17 to 9. Big one. Moving yeah. to 9 and 8 on the season, making the playoffs. Yeah, man. It was a fun game. Uh, typical Packer Bears game. You just kind of have to hang in for the whole thing. And even coming down just uh, towards the uh, latter part of the fourth quarter, you're, just, you're still not sure what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it stayed a one score game. Uh, up until the end with you know the eight point difference and i mean really made that mi- missed kick by Anders Carlson loom big at the end there thank you for saying that i didn't want to be the one to be the bearer of bad news every week it's just like 41 yard it's just over an extra point and uh, as soon as he hit it you knew he missed it um mm-hmm. but as you said a couple of times now, Sean, um, that this could kill us if we keep moving forward. Like we got, uh, um, coming up in Dallas. Um, it's going to be, we're going to need as many points as we possibly can get, but one good Mm -hmm. note on special teams, no penalties, no penalties. That's right. Um, it's also a missed field goal that saved us this week though. If you remember back to the week four, matchup i believe it was with the saints and we won with them missing a 46 yard field goal with a minute left no i do not we needed that for the tie break over them in the playoffs here nice so oh well what it all comes together at the end how'd you feel how do you feel i felt good about it it's always gonna be a weird game you know packers bears it was Mm -hmm. really weird to not see a a flake thrown until the fourth quarter well, I got my own theory on that. But, um, you have your own theory? Playoffs, baby. <laughs> playoffs. playoffs. So playoffs. what's your theory? Less than a month ago, we had a 27% chance of making the playoffs. You seem a little distracted, buddy. I have animals that will not calm down in my apartment <laughs> right now. So that's all. That's all right, man. Just go with it. Um, but yeah, good. we made the playoffs. Uh, I mean, we we talked all season that that would be, we felt exceeding expectations, making the playoffs, making the wild card round. Absolutely. We never even really talked about winning the division. No, no, we didn't. <laughs> but we no, said, you know what? If, if it was a typical lousy NFC North year, we would have won the division. We would have. Yeah, the the lines looked really good, though. Also, you never know if Kirk Cousins hadn't gotten hurt for the Vikings, how their season would have looked. That is a really good point. 
a really uh, good point. That's I, I haven't lost the appreciation to having the same quarterback all year. <laughs> I mean, this is if you're ever going to need him to stay in all year, it's this one because mm-hmm. he's getting so much experience and everything else. Yeah, he's he getting a lot of quarterback goal, but getting a lot of experience. And we've been just saying this year is about seeing what we have in Jordan Love. And I think this was also a big game as far as seeing that he's been playing so well, but we wanted to see also how he performed in a high-pressure game. This was basically a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Not like the Bears were playing for nothing. They're trying to save Justin Fields' job, basically. Um, yeah, they're, sure. they're out there playing hard. This is their Super Bowl, playing the Packers in Lambeau. Um, <laughs> so to see Jordan Love not only play well, but you know he's 27 of 32, 316 yards, two touchdowns. Great game. Yeah, you look good. Man, good decision-making, staying cool. Um, do you remember it was uh, at one point we lost four in a row and we were we fell to two and five? Do you remember that? And it, we're just like going, well, you know. We're, was we're it just, four in a row? I was thinking three, but okay, four in a row. And then we now we just finished at nine and eight. That's, uh, yeah. that's four out of five seasons that LaFleur has led us to the playoffs. The man doesn't lose in December. Did we lose in December? We might have this year. I don't think so. Did no? We? I don't know. Four or five plus four equals nine. <laughs> equals nine. <laughs> Doing good math over there. I was, I was just trying to think because he had that well, record what? of not losing, um, but we lost to the Bucks. Yeah, that was December. December 17th. Okay, so we can get rid of that. Theory. They didn't make much of a story about it when he lost. They weren't like, no. oh, the streak's over. Nothing no. like that. Um, yeah, but then we ended up beating the Panthers by three. Uh, the Vikings, Bears, and now we're in. Going to Arlington, Texas to take on the Dallas Cowboys. That's right. Mike McCarthy. Do you see the Panthers got blanked again? Yes, they put up 30 on us. Now they've been shut out two games in a row. Can't even score yeah. another point. It just makes you feel so good about yourself. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see saying Lafleur has done four out of five years making the uh, playoffs. If he gets more respect, because I feel a lot of times the pundits like poo-poo what he's done because he was fortunate to come in as a head coach with a quarterback like Rodgers. So now we got a first-year player, starting quarterback, who's done really well met and exceeded expectations. So we'll see if uh, Matt gets uh, credit for that or Packers just got lucky again. Speaking of credit, what about Tom Clements? The quarterback's coach. Quarterback whisperer? Yeah. I mean, you got to give that guy a raise, you would think. Or he can kind of ask for whatever salary he wants, maybe. Yeah, I mean, he can just throw his name in the hat and people are going to pick him up. Yeah, he's something else. Was it... Mm -hmm. um, Rogers, that was part of his deal. Is that he? They better. They have to bring him back for him to stay or something. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, he he was big on Clements because he's been there since Favre, right? He's Favre Rogers' love now. I don't think he was there at the beginning of Favre's time in Green Bay. Clements left for a while. I think he went somewhere. Did he? Oh, then he came back. But lots of big offensive plays. And beautiful sacks on a quarterback. I feel <laughs> my God, it was fun. 
Fields has been playing better. You talked last week about their defense has been so good lately and that they've, mm-hmm. I think they'd won four out of five to end the season. Uh, Fields have been playing better, but still trying to save his job. Um, I don't think he did it here. He he looked okay at points, but he still just looked like the same Justin Fields we've seen. He doesn't look like the ceiling is going to go all that high. I think this is what you get with them, and they scored nine points in a game they were really trying to win. I see Fields as becoming a high-priced backup. A high-priced backup? Yep. Yeah, I could see that. Um, they they have don't they have the number one overall pick here? Yeah, they got two picks in the first round. Yeah, so I mean, if if Fields isn't your guy, you kind of have to get a QB. Even even if maybe you learn from the Packers, try to play Fields another year or two, give the guy some experience. But also, what's he going to learn? How to be Justin Fields? Then <laughs> <laughs> where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> One thing to sit behind really, Rogers or Favre, but <laughs> that's a that sums it up pretty. <laughs> so I don't know. I wouldn't want to be a Bears fan. It has to be uh, frustrating speaking, seeing Jordan Love the year he's had. I just i I didn't think it would happen this way. I just like you, we talked about in the beginning of the year six wins that'd be cool. You know, anything over than that's a plus. Didn't see the playoffs as a possibility, but, you know, at, at after the second half of the season, um, I'll just go back to that Pittsburgh game. We lost, mm-hmm. but I just saw things coming together. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think that that was the beginning of the turnaround. And Pittsburgh became weirdly good after that week as well. That was also them kind of turning their season around. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. now finished with, once again, a positive record for Mike Tomlin. And I think they squeaked into the playoffs, didn't they? They did. They did. I think they're playing Buffalo. We'll go over that later. But I believe that, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting seeing uh, Sean's at his uh, house and he's got uh, the critters there. And so he's facing me. They're very active his... right now. <laughs> it's like a zoo. They just keep moving around. It's like, is it feeding time or something? Uh, almost for the cat. The dog just has food out all day and doesn't eat till at night. <laughs> Your dog and my dog are polar opposites when it comes to food. You, I love how you gave her a, a treat, one of those milk bones, and your dog takes it, it gently in his mouth, walks away, kind of looks at it, puts it on the floor, mm-hmm. checks its serial number, makes sure it's okay. And then you hand my dog. It's, it's gone. gone. Yeah. <laughs> she scared you. <laughs> well, it, even once, so it'll take him about 15 minutes to start eating it when I give it to him at home because he likes to play around with it on the floor. But even hey, when hold. he does eating, it takes like 15, 20 minutes to eat one milk bone. One milk. This is a big dog. This is a husky. <laughs> yeah, he's a weirdo. Oh, he's a great dog. Great dog, but uh, back to the back game. On the game. <laughs> Aaron Jones lighting it up third week oh. in a row to end the season with at least 100 yards and just looked good, looked dangerous out there. Finally, had some just, catches again, too. Yeah, I love how again that it was us killing the opponent with the run game. That's such a horrible way to lose 
when they just gash you and gash you. And we had so many big runs. It was and big passes too, but we're talking about Aaron and, and God Jones had some really, really nice runs, cutbacks, um, some stuff where you swore he was tackled and he was able to bounce out and just, just a great game. Mm-hmm. And on the other side, their running backs didn't do much at all. Um, that's kind of their bread and butter. You know, they're a pound the ball team. Khalil Herbert mm-hmm. only had 28 yards on 12 carries, averaging less than two and a half yards a carry. Uh, Fields carried it eight times, but only for 27 yards. Just overall, I mean, this is the dangerous thing we talked about that we're going to play some teams at the end of the year here that might save Joe Barry's job. And the defensive players have come out and said that they've been playing better for Joe Barry. So it's like, ah, oh, crap, they might keep him. <laughs> well, you saw something on Reddit and the guy had, somebody asked and they said, so if we get to the NFC championship game or even we get to the Super Bowl and win, do we keep Barry? It's like, are you kidding? Yes, you keep Barry if you win the Super <laughs> if Bowl. If you win the Super Bowl, yeah. <laughs> I think wow. so. Um, but they looked good on defense. Like you said, they sacked Justin Fields five times. They had 10 tackles for a loss. And the two running backs for the Bears only got 48 yards the whole game. And oh, it was a close game. It's not like they gave up on the run right away. Um, yeah, I was a little surprised on that because it was a close game through the whole way, like you said. And then um, they just, I would think you'd keep handing it off because your quarterback is kind of iffy. Um, mm-hmm. But. Speaking of uh, Justin Fields, he was 11 for 16. That's right, 11 for 16, 148 yards, quarterback rating of 97.9. That's right. Uh, On the other side, we talk about the defensive line holding up well, the pass rush getting there. Um, Our offensive line has really looked good the last half of the season here, or last chunk of the season. Like They've really started coming together. They've started clicking. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really nice to see uh, we allowed one sack in the game um, and one quarterback hit on love and rushed for 124 yards total behind that line. So they've they've really come together and this is the time to do it. You always talk about oh, what teams goodness. are getting hot late. Like I, I know we're the... go ahead. I, was gonna say, I know we're definitely the underdogs going to Dallas, but we have to be you know, considered a scary team if you're a Dallas fan. And there's a history well, we of the Packers. beat them last time when they yeah. came to Lambeau, we beat them. So. There's a history of the Packers ruining playoff runs for the, the Cowboys lately. Let's keep it going. <laughs> uh, I go, guess Pack, go. The one negative um, on offense and with Jordan Love would be that fumble that he yeah, had. That was... He tried to run for the first down, had a helmet hit the ball up. Um, he kind of landed weird. I was a little nervous he hurt his like wrist or something, but he seemed fine. I haven't seen anything that said that, but I I feel like that's a a young quarterback thing. But also a quarterback, it could be a season pro. I mean, you're just trying to make the play. Um, mm-hmm. but it's so late in the game, and that could have really that could have really hurt us. Like that, we could have lost the game because yeah. of that. Yeah, that was a young quarterback moment. The young, you know, hungry quarterback trying to prove themselves. Same same kind of issue at the end of the first half. I mean, we had that interception where they throw into the end zone by Love. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the late completion to Dontavian Wicks, who does not get out of bounds. He gets hit backwards yep. out of bounds, and the clock keeps running. Like, that, you, know, you cannot allow that to happen. In a, yeah, in that's a that young stuff. 
We keep seeing that young stuff, man. It gets uh, it gets a little old, but hey, we're in the playoffs. That's great. And that's um, the exact kind of thing you, you kind of expect going into the playoffs now. Like, if we're going to get beat in a close game, it's going to because be because of those kind of mistakes or a special team's error. It's like those are the Achilles heels right now. The offense is mm-hmm. clicking. Defense is playing pretty well. If we're going to mess it up, it's in those two areas. Okay. okay. Thanks, Coach Sean. Um, youngest team. This is to make a the podcast about the Packers where we analyze youngest it. Youngest team to make the playoffs ever at 25.1 years old. And you know why they got lowered so quickly and so fastly? Rodgers left. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, no, they are young. Um, it's pretty impressive what Matt LaFleur has done with them. You know, over the year, you're, you're teaching them all kind of how to play NFL football as the season goes along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I think, I mean, if I was a Bears fan, I think I would hate Tony Romo more than I did before. But man, he, uh, he's he got a love affair with the Packers. He, um, well, he grew he up was just, a Packers fan. I know he did, but still, he tries really hard to to be neutral. But he um, he just kept talking. He's like, I, it just just this isn't normal for this young a team. I mean, look at that's a high level play. <laughs> it just he and, did that and they, at a lot. They of are point. playing very smart. Mm-hmm. I do feel like Tony Romo's dropped off a bit as an announcer. I don't know if he really, it feels like he just doesn't care as much. Like he doesn't have like these kind of things he comes in prepared with to show or like he's more just kind of there for the experience and reacting. And a lot of the times, like multiple times just this season, I've heard the other announcer he's with. Is it Nance? Jim Nance, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bring up like one of the main storylines in the NFL from that week. And Tony Romo will be like, oh, really? That's kind of funny, isn't it? (laughs) It's like I didn't catch that. Do you not read the NFL news? Like <laughs> you're a commentator. He did it just in this game with something. I can't think of what it was, but I was like, what? That's I don't know. I haven't personally noticed too much. I know he gets a lot of grief online and stuff like that, but it's cyclical. I mean, there's people that don't like Jim Nance. You know, there's like there's people that don't like Al Michaels. Um and Tony came in. And I think he surprised so many people because they had such a low expectation for him as an announcer. And he came in and people are like, whoa, he's good. But he hasn't gone past that. But I don't really feel he's regressed that much. Maybe he's not putting as much time in, but I I haven't noticed. I enjoy having him. Yeah, I like him. He just feels a little, it's a little energy, different energy to me than when he first started. I think he was kind of a kid in the candy shop, happy to be there at first. That is exactly what I was going to say. He's like, nervous energy is gone. He's he's just him. Yeah. Now he's in the office going to work. <laughs> That's right. That drive to finish the game was awesome. Six minutes to go, six just over six minutes to go. They were inside the five their own five-yard line, the Packers. Mm-hmm. And we don't give up the ball. I mean, it's just textbook how you just hang on. You don't have to score. You just don't give up the ball. And that, that, that's that's really good. It football. felt like a very professional drive, doing exactly mm-hmm. what they needed to, executing. Um, and as Romo would say, you just don't see these young guys doing stuff like this. <laughs> well, but, and, and it wasn't like we were just 
killing it either. I mean, we I think we had two or three long third downs that we converted. We did. Um, he he's been great on third down, Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. Um, just like lights out. So that I mean, that's a difference maker right there. They the Bears did do a good job of limiting our possessions in this game. I think we only had six like full possessions on offense um, with Jordan Love. So when that happens, you need to Say be converted. Again, we had how, how many possessions? I think it was six on offense. Yeah, didn't we? I think we had one that got kind of stagnated that they don't count as a full possession because of halftime. Let me see if I, I can pull it up. That, man. We had long drives, though. All of our um, five out of our offensive drives went at least 50 yards. Um, and then we had the 92-yarder. And we were chewing up a lot of clock with every offensive drive. Mm. Did not realize that, but... Doing that play I'll see where if I uh, can find it. Fields got hit in the head, apparently, and was laying on the ground. Um, and then he plays a few snaps. They pull him for a possible concussion. He's out for one play, and then they let him back in. How the heck do you check a guy that fast? It's 30 <laughs> seconds. How do you check a guy that it must be almost a playoff mm-hmm. game? Yeah, it was basically, you know, cover our butts to follow the rules. Um, we had seven drives. Dang, I did we, not realize that. Good yeah, call. We fumbled after a couple plays in the third quarter, which might be why I saw six full drives before. Uh, Is that the, that was the love fumble? The love fumble. Yeah, the love, the fumble. love fumble. <laughs> um, but I mean, we're gonna have so much fun with that for the next fifteen years. Exactly. Um, all overall, though, great drives. Our first drive went twelve plays, fifty-two yards. That's the missed field goal, and then eleven plays, ninety-two yards on the next one. Seven plays, fifty-six yards, and then it was halftime where we ran out of time. Uh, start the next half, nine plays, seventy-five yards. Fumbled on the one after that. And then five plays, 65 yards, 12 plays, 61 yards. So every drive, we were moving the ball. Yeah, that's, uh, man, we had some beautiful passes. Um, it just, the offense looked so good. Um, the only thing I can say is that we got some players on offense, young guys. You got to learn that the out-of-bounce can be your friend in certain points of the game, especially towards the end of a quarter or a half. Um <laughs> But they'll learn after a year or two when their bodies start getting real sore. I really do. (laughs) Um, Did you hear the same thing I did? I tried to look it up. Did um, that Green Bay was the first team to go the whole regular season without a turnover in the first quarter? Correct. That is. Oh wow. Okay. Was it the first team ever? No, I I think there was. I I heard it was the first team. No, I think there was a team that did it a while back. Um, I can't. Can't remember who, but I don't think we were the first team to do it. But okay. I mean that that is a crazy stat. It is, but um, especially with the youngest team in the league. Uh, speaking of uh, being the youngest, Watson was out again. Romeo couldn't finish the first half. Um, rookie fifth round pick Dontavian Wicks caught two touchdown. Pa- fifth round pick, rookie. 
caught two touchdown passes against a very good defense. Mm-hmm. And it gave the Packers 31 receiving touchdowns by first and second year players, which is tied with the 1960 New York Titans. You remember the New York Titans? Oh, we don't. Um, and that's for the second most. Again, that's 31. Back in 61, the Oilers had 44. Okay. Hmm. Was it Bo Melton that caught that touchdown that they called back in the end zone where he was kind of rolling over? Yes. Um, how'd you I feel have something about to that? say about him. Okay. I was going to say, I felt like it was going to stay a touchdown after review. I did not. You did not? No, it's just because there wasn't enough time to really make control of the ball and his feet, was out, they were out of bounds in the back of the end zone. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to know. I'm glad they changed the call to a touchdown so that it was reviewed. I think that's the right way to do it. But yeah, I agree. What do you have to say about Bo Melton? Well, your mother is really starting, you know, our other star of the podcast that filled in while you were gallivanting across the world. Um, Mm -hmm. She's really starting to like Melton, number 80. I think part of it is because she's such a big driver fan, number 80. Mm -hmm. But he's a, I don't know, man. It seems like he's got a lot of upside. It does. He, I mean, he, I think he ran like a four three forty, like one of the faster receivers in the whole draft as well. So he's, you know, he's lightning fast and he seems to just be a, a solid option. He seems very reliable um, at that point. I'm trying to, where did he get drafted? Do you remember? Um, you, you. What? U U U University U. It's a it's an internet course. I, so I was saying, like, what round was he drafted? <laughs> but sure, we'll go we'll go with you. U U. All right, he was in a fraternity called Itapa Kegaday. Oh, so okay, so he was drafted by the Seahawks in the seventh round, two hundred twenty ninth overall. In the 2022 draft. Wow. And then they waived him on August 30th of that year and put him on the practice squad. And then we picked him up in December off their practice squad. Nice. Nice. So we have a practice squad guy coming out here and doing all this. Love it. I love it. Makes sense, young guys. Um, See, the Packers tried out three different guys from the Canadian Football League. Just like they're constantly, I think that's what you got to do in the NFL now. Um, you, you just never stop looking. You're always looking to to fix your team, even if it's just a finite amount. Mm-hmm. Well, and because you always have guys going down to injuries, mm-hmm. you got to have more bodies for the meat grinder. So I got. Uh, <laughs> you didn't know how to react. And to that's that the one. truth. You know, it's like what the average <laughs> NFL. I mean, on average, it's like three years, I think. I don't even know if it's three years anymore. Yeah, um, you, you get vested, fully vested with a pension after two and a half years. So it's probably you, two and a half if years. If you can survive it. <laughs> okay, I got a question for you. Oh, boy. Yeah. Do you want a second or are you ready to go? I'm ready. Fields was sacked five times. Defense is looking really good. To you... How is uh, 
Joey B looking. What do you mean to me? Like, do I think he'll be fired or would I fire him? You. Oh, I'd fire him. <laughs> I think you got to look at everything as a whole. Um, if you let little like rises in performance affect your decision, you're never, you're going to be stuck with mediocre for a long time. Dallas is a explosive team playing at home. I think they've only lost once this year in Dallas. Hold them down, win the game. You still fire them? Depends what happens the next week, I guess. But I feel like you would. I feel like with the talent on this team right now, you need to bring in someone with a proven track record who knows how to run a top-tier defense, and that's never been something Joe Barry's proven. I think if you want to be a top-tier team, you need to have the like ruthlessness to bring in top tier talent and so move like on. whom? Oh, I have no idea. That's not my job. <laughs> 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 not Joe Barry though. You ever thought about running for politics? Speaking of jobs, have you heard that it seems like uh, McCarthy's on the hot seat? Yeah, and that yeah. They- they're saying it will depend how the playoffs go. Well, what's he won? Like 12 games in the last three years. Hasn't done much in the playoffs. Um, but that's the Cowboys' way. I think that <laughs> I think that uh, Jones is probably too patient sometimes with coaches and players. Um, but I could see him get let go. Well, he'll get picked right up. Same thing with... Um, Ah, the Titans head coach. Um, what's his name? The he Titans just got head fired coach? today. Is it Vrabel? Yeah, he just got fired today. Did so, he? Oh, yeah, Packer fans are like, pick him up, put him on defensive coordinator. It's like, no, he's going to get picked up as a head coach. It was he, he's Black not a Monday, bad head coach. He was in a bad spot in Tennessee. That's right. It was Black Monday yesterday, wasn't it, with all the firings? Yep. I didn't really yep. follow the news on that. Uh, speaking of... Coaches that got let go, especially by uh, old Jimmy there. Uh, Jason Garrett, you remember him as a Cowboys head oh, coach? Oh, sure. Yeah. I saw him on like a pregame show, like one of those where they have like the four guys there standing there awkwardly talking about it. I think it's CBS. Was that CBS? I I felt like when he was a head coach, he had a weird lack of personality. Uh, he... he has really translated that into the media world. Like I don't, maybe other people see him differently, but he just seems like, like the first generation of robots. Like if we had AI people, <laughs> like we haven't worked out all the bugs yet and like per- put in the personality. I am coach. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know why he strikes me that way, but I was like watching it and I don't normally watch those pre shows, but I was like, this is not the guy I would hire for this job. Yeah, I hear you. Um, but a name will go a long ways. Yeah, it sure will. And and even if he's awkward and it's uncomfortable, if you can say stuff that's interesting, um, and people will keep you. People will keep you around. Um, he's definitely a big name. Is he? You know, playing for the cub or coaching for the Cowboys and stuff. But, mm-hmm. You know, I watched a lot of football this weekend and. Man, you could sure tell the refs. 
I'm sure it came down from above. Let them play. Because there were a lot of calls that would have been made a week or two ago that now are yeah. just fine because we're at the end of the season. And I mean, we like you brought up earlier. <clears throat> has to be a little confusing as a player to have the rules change mid-season. Yeah, you don't know what you can do. And and it we, like you said, got through the first half without any penalties from either team. And I don't think that's because there weren't any. I saw plenty of penalties they weren't calling. Refs would literally turn the other way. As they, mm-hmm. they saw them. players, the Bears players, yes, I'm a homer for the Packers, but man, they were walking up and hitting guys across the face. They were trying as hard as they could to start something, but thankfully the Packers didn't buy in too much. And I think if they were calling, there would have been a lot of penalty this way, penalty this way, offset. A typical Packers-Bears game. Yep. Yep. But that's why it was weird. I, it, it was weird as like, they normally are, but weird in the exact opposite way where there was no penalties being called. That is true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Christian Watson's supposed to be back, supposedly. Don't know how much. Uh, Romeo Dobbs is a day-to-day to make it, but the uh, feeling is that he probably should get some some um, time on the field. So I hope so. He's big. But- He's big for us. And yeah, Dak, sure uh, it could be a big offensive game if our offense keeps clicking the way it has been with Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I know our defense has been turning it around, but they they have a lot of weapons on that Dallas offense. And Dak Prescott's, you know, a possible MVP candidate. CD Lamb, possible offensive player of the year. Like they got a lot of talent. Yeah, they sure do. Oh, oh, top to bottom. Um, so we hitch a ride to Texas, take on Mike, um, what's his, uh, McCarthy. That's it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I thought maybe you were talking about a different Mike. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, Dallas is tied with Cleveland. The second most penalized team in the NFL this year with 115. The Jets lead everybody with 124. So hopefully that comes into play and helps us. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, hopefully, Love kind of carries on the legacy of playing surprisingly well in the Dome. You know, you could always kind of expect Rodgers to have a pretty good game in the Dome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? Maybe Love will love it inside. <laughs> and then we got uh, Luke Musgrave. Hopefully, he came back, played like nine snaps, I believe. And uh, mm-hmm. um, hopefully, he he's he's better. He play the whole game because um, that he adds a heck of a lot. But man, Kraft is looking really good too. So we've yeah. got we got it probably some worked real out, talent. Worked out well now that we know we made the playoffs to have Kraft get that experience because he really got thrown in there and just taking over the role completely. We don't really have anyone else he's splitting time with behind him. So now we have Musgrave and Kraft with a lot of good experience this year. Yeah, I agree. Very That's happy pretty much all about I that got receiver it. room. Yeah, um, I don't have too much else for the game. I was very big on uh, Carl Brooks. You've been hearing his name on defense every week now, it feels like. Um, he's making plays all over. He had three pressures and a sack in this game with two tackles for a loss. He only played 17 snaps, but when he's in there, he makes a difference. Are you? He only played 17? Yeah, 
That's what I'm saying. Oh. He he makes a difference when he's on the field. Wow. That is crazy. It is. That's great. Uh, That's awesome. Quay Walker had a pretty good game. He he did miss two tackles, but he had three pressures, had a sack and three stops in the run game, and he didn't shove any NFL personnel. <laughs> um, so that's always a plus. Just, uh, uh, let's yeah. see. What what else did we have on defense? Kenny Clark had a big uh couple of big plays, uh, five pressures in the game, but there was one run stop I remember where he kind of just destroyed their whole run on the play and grabbed the running back and pulled him down. Um, Jair back in the lineup. Um, not his best game, but not a bad game by any means. He did have a run no. stop, a pass breakup, gave up only one catching coverage. And in case you didn't know, he's from Charlotte. Really? I didn't know that. I, I just found that out right now. Uh, oh, that's the story. This? That's the one Romo had no idea about this week. When Nance talked about Jair going into the huddle um, as a captain, Romo just kept going, what a funny story. <laughs> Do you think there's any chance that Tony's just being weird and he knew it, but he's just playing up that he doesn't? I don't know. It's be really hard in... not to know that. Exactly, but I've heard him do it in multiple games now this season where it's like he seems completely surprised by one of the main stories of the week. Do you realize that was Larry King? I think Larry he's just King? golfing a lot. <laughs> Larry King's MO. Do you know who Larry King is? The interviewer yeah. for decades. And his thing was that, and I thought it was brilliant because he would say, I don't know anything about you. So let's start from the beginning. And he bring him in. Like, he's the one who asked Jerry Seinfeld. And he said, so why did they fire you? He's like, what? Fire me? They didn't fire me. Larry. And it just, be, I've, maybe that's what he's doing. He's going for the Larry King way. Okay. Throw him off their rhythm. <laughs> no punts by the Packers. No punts. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I, I think that covers it. I wanted to run down the the defense, some notable people here, but... All right, are you ready to move on to the game ball? Yes, ladies and listeners and gentlemen. It's time now for the game ball. This week's game ball, the final of the regular season, goes to Jordan Love. <laughs> I don't Hard to it. give it to anyone else. Big 300-yard game. Uh, he is 24 of 29 from passes from a clean pocket. Three of three passes when he was under pressure. Five of five with passes when he was being blitzed. He had three big-time throws. Also two turnover-worthy plays. Um, and on throws over 10 yards, Love was 8 for 11. On play action, he was 8 for 8. Perfect for 148 yards and a touchdown. Wow. Wow. Just overall, his, I mean, he's playing the last part of the season here as one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Top five. Yep. Yeah. You can't say it as a whole season thing, um, but it gets you pretty excited for the, the years coming up after this, if not the playoffs. Yeah. I hear you. It's, uh, well, it's ending 
I shouldn't say ending, but th- finishing up the season this way was much better than I expected. But so. <laughs> better than you thought it would end. Yeah, totally. Because I don't think I'm wrong. I think there's a few people who might agree with me on that. But all right, I, I think so. Um, um, you ready to pick some playoff games, or we gotta go over the previous ones, don't we? Yeah, we'll just go over a couple of them here. Let's see. Let me <laughs> pull up the picks real quick. We went into the last week with you up by six in the pick'em. Can I can I go over some of the or you want to do the picks first and then go into the, yeah. the scores? Okay. Yeah. Uh we had two game or three games we differed on where you took the Steelers and the Bills in their games, and I took the Texans over the Colts. You got both of the Steelers and Bills right. I got Texans right. So instead of up by six, you will go up by seven into the wild card week. Super duper. <laughs> Feeling pretty good. A little confident here. Yeah, it must be nice. Um, Steelers over the Ravens. Sean said 17 to 10. Texans win again. Texans are literally, man, they're coming together. CJ Stroud's looking good. He sure is. We got the Buccaneers. What a barn burner. Over the Panthers. 9 to 0. Wow. Um, let's see. Got the Vikings losing to the Lions. You know, if we uh, we win and the Rams win, that we play the Rams. Um, if we win, the Rams win against the Lions. I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill Belichick lost in his last game, possibly. I don't think so, but I and... think it is last game with the we... Patriots. Yeah, well, for the Patriots, yeah, I do. I'd be surprised if he came back. It's just. I think it's time to move on. That's that's got to be one of the longest coaching tenures in one <laughs> team ever. Um, let's see. I really don't know what I'm looking here. Chargers uh, losing to the Chiefs. Of course, the Chiefs didn't play anybody. Um, yeah. be interesting to see the Raiders over the Broncos, 27-14, see if they keep their interim head coach for the Raiders. Um, mm-hmm. I think Davis typically does not do that but let's see he's kind of a he's kind of like that carolina owner where he's real quick to pull the trigger and uh, uh you see the giants over the eagles that was a surprise yeah. 27 to 10 eagles really could have used that win um uh, it wouldn't it, have mattered for him no since the cowboys won it wouldn't have changed anything but they played at the same time so the eagles were very much trying to win in case the cowboys lost and I think Hurts got hurt again or something. Um, Hurts got hurt. Giants yeah, win. They've, they've been weird this season. They're they're all over the place. They the really are. Uh, and the Giants, and besides, they didn't fire their head coach, but they fired a bunch. Fired Like Wink Martindale is their defensive coordinator, and they fired two of his highest assistants, so he quit today. Okay. Um, he's moved on. He'd be a good one to pick up. Yeah, um, if you're looking, for, yeah, I think he's pretty good. <laughs> and see the Cowboys over the Commanders. That was, uh, and you knew that was going to happen. Commanders are done. They they were finished a couple games ago. Players are just playing for themselves. They're not a team anymore. So, and the Bills picked up a win they needed over the Dolphins, twenty to four to twenty one to fourteen. Yeah, I didn't watch that game. Um, because it I watched was late. Bit. <laughs> yeah, but it was late, and the fact that the Jaguars lost to the Titans meant it was no longer a win in 
whoever wins is in, whoever loses is out game. That mm-hmm. if the Bills won, they would both be in. So I feel like that kind of took a little bit of the intensity out of the matchup. Okay, sure. But yeah, they're both, right. both moving into the playoffs. We have six wild card games to pick. We're going to pick each of them, if that works for you. And we will start with Browns at Texans, Saturday at 3.30. Central uh, I'll go with Texans. Texans. All right. Uh, It's probably who I would have picked, but I have seven points to make up, so I'll go Browns. I think CJ Stroud's fun. Uh, You know, I just kind of... You want the young guy to keep doing well. Uh, Saturday night, we move on to Dolphins at Chiefs. A beat-up Dolphins against a kind of struggling Chiefs team. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Chiefs? Veteran team. All right, I'll go Dolphins to make up ground. <laughs> Steelers <laughs> at Bills Sunday at noon Central Time. Oh, I can tell you who I'm going with here. I'm going the the old Billies. I'll go with Steelers. Steelers. All right, they win games. They they might not look good this year, but they'll win. I was just going to say, they're not always pretty, but they'll yeah. win. <laughs> uh, we'll come back to the Packers last. We have Rams at Lions. Yeah, Sunday night. Uh, I'm going to go with Rams. Really? Wow. I'll go Lions. That's surprising. Yeah, you think the I Lions are going to make the playoffs finally and get their hearts broken right away in the wild card? Well, you have to. It's, that is that's a the way the script is written. Big quarterback matchup. You have the former Matthew Stafford franchise yeah. QB for the Lions on the Rams. Jared Goff, the former franchise QB for the Rams on the Lions. And yeah, it's maybe a, one of the bigger just straight up QB swaps in NFL history. Yeah. Yeah, it's worked out for both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they definitely kind of found their rhythm, each of them. So you're going uh, with the Lions, I'm going with the Rams? Yep, I got Lions. And then do we always have a Monday night game on wildcard? No, weekend? I don't think so. That doesn't seem fair to those teams to have a shorter week for the next week. Right? Well, we have some teams playing on Saturday, so. Yeah, exactly. Because they're going to play possibly a team that had two extra days rest. Uh, but we have Eagles at Buccaneers Monday night. It's hard to know. I'm I'm going to take the Eagles, but... Yeah, it's so hard, hard to bet on the Eagles right now. I'm going to go with them too because they, uh, the Buccaneers just, they're just eking out. I, I, I think the, I trust the Eagles will at least get this win. Mm-hmm. All right. And then final pick Packers at Cowboys, the big one. Uh, oh, I got to go with the Packers. 3 30 p.m. Central Time on Sunday. Going Packers? All right, I'm going Packers as well. So we differ on four of the six. There you go. Hopefully you get them. We win. (laughs) We have to win for it to, yeah, still matter. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. But hey, it's been a fun one. I'm just happy that we have another week of Packers football. Yeah, and I appreciate uh, you, listener, for hanging in there with us. It's uh, it's fun to do. It's a... it's a thing that uh, we get to, to play with. And <laughs> we get to, it, 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 
I don't want to say forces us, but it allows us to to get together. And we both love talking about Packer football. And it forces me. You listening with us? That's wonderful. Yeah, we appreciate it. It's a fun time. Thank you for being here. We will see you next week after a big wild card victory over the Cowboys. And the love train will keep on rolling. Until next week, go. Pack. Go. Thank you for listening to the Bleeding Green and Gold podcast with your hosts, Sean and Mike Reagan. Make sure to subscribe and check out the website at bleedinggreenandgold.com. Join the Facebook group. All questions and comments are welcome. Send them to feedback at bleedinggreenandgold.com. And until next time, go pack, go. Go.